Go. Good day. This is Wednesday, the 13th day of 2020. And uh, we want to uh, do a, a lesson today in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2. And uh, we're going to take verses 1 through 6. Ephesians 2, 1 through 6. And uh, <clears throat> and uh, the uh, lesson in that, you know, is uh, happy birthday. Now, if you have been saved, if, if you know Christ as your Savior, well, then you had a spiritual birthday. Mine was last month, March the 11th. <clears throat> I was born again in 1975. And so everybody that is saved has a spiritual birthday. And uh, it is not a it is not a a, a gradual thing that uh, that turns into salvation. Salvation is instant. One second you are lost and uh and uh a child of the devil, the next second you are saved and you're a child of God. Just like a physical birth. And uh, every one of us, we have a spiritual uh, birthday if we are saved, just like we have a physical birthday. And uh, everybody celebrates that, everybody remembers that. And uh, even though you don't remember uh, the day you were born, but when you were born physically, that uh, you came into this world, you had a physical life, and this physical life here, you had a soul, you had a spirit, but the spirit of man is dead at the time of our physical birth. We do have a physical body. Uh, we have a living soul, possesses a human spirit, until we understand about salvation and being born again, the spirit of man will remain dormant and it will still be asleep and uh, unconscious of things going on about God, even though you have a physical life. And uh, and so, when you think about being saved, there was a time and a place that you were born again. And uh, so, <clears throat> you would remember that. And uh, when uh, when you were born again, and because there and then, you become conscious, uh, and you become aware of God, and because the Holy Spirit of God comes into your life, comes into your heart, and uh, and from there on, your conscience <clears throat> and aware uh, of uh, of God, and so uh, in uh, Ephesians chapter two, <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you on there. It says here. That uh, and you hath he that's God hath quickened who were dead 
That's that's the word right there. He were dead in trespasses and in sin. And so uh, you are physically alive. Your soul is alive. But your spirit is dead. And, and that's what God brings up. Uh, when you listen to the gospel of Christ. When you hear it. When you believe it. When you receive it. And uh, there is a faith and uh, uh, toward uh, Christ and repentance toward God. And uh, you become a child of God. And, uh, and this birthday is your physical life that, uh, that uh, uh, most people are aware of. But most people are not aware of their spiritual life. And uh, the spiritual life will complement and will help you in uh, in your physical life. All right? <clears throat> now, uh, here's how it reads in Ephesians chapter 2. And uh, I'm going to have my, uh, my son Rob read that for me. And I appreciate his help in, uh, in getting this done. All right? Ephesians 2, all right, beginning in verse 1. Hey, uh, uh, through six, and here's how it's going to read. And you hath he quickened who are dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past he walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also <clears throat> we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Right. Now, <clears throat> when, when you're born again, it is by the Spirit of God taking you to the cross of Christ. And uh, from there on, you are aware of. And uh, number one, <coughs> we're going to see the condition. Now, every one of us, our condition is we're dead in trespassing and sin. The Spirit of man is dead. <coughs> and it is when... Uh, we are saved that the spirit of god comes into uh, comes into us and uh, and and uh, but before that the condition is that we are dead in trespasses and in sin and uh, and just like a person that has passed on you know, and uh, he's not aware of he is not conscious uh, when uh, his f funeral is being conducted. He doesn't pay attention to the singing, the eulogy, or the preaching, and, uh, uh, and uh, uh, the uh, tears and the sorrowing of, of the loved ones. He's not aware of that. <clears throat> it does not bother him. And that's the way the unsaved people are. These are pe people that have a physical life, but the spirit of man is dead, 
so things of God like church and uh, and songs and Bible reading, prayer, and uh, they don't seem to bother them. They're not conscious of that and all that, but it really uh, don't make sense to them. And uh, don't make the mistake, though. Yeah. And uh, if you have good health, if you're still young enough, and uh, you have uh, food to eat, clothes to wear, yeah, and uh, you may think you're doing all right. You don't need the gospel. You don't need church. You don't need God. And uh, it's simply because that your spirit is dead and not aware of the condition that you're in. You're not aware of the holiness of God, the righteousness of God. You're not aware that He is eternal. And so, this is the condition of lostness. And most people will not admit they're lost. They're not conscious of being lost. And that's where the Holy Spirit of God is working on everybody. All right? Now, here, here's, how, uh, here's how verse 2 of that book of Ephesians, here's how verse 2 reads. Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. And uh, in times past, every one of us, we have a past. It's that past that will cause us to be defeated, to be discouraged, disquieted, and, uh, and, and also to uh, 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 go astray. And uh, we walk according to the course of this world. And uh, there's a lot of commotion. That's number two. There's a lot of commotion that's going on. And, uh, and uh, because people that are not saved, these are natural born people. And, uh, and all things they are aware of is uh, money, home, and, and uh, they want jobs and they, and, and they want things. That's the course of this world. And in this world, Jesus said, you'll have tribulation. But he said, I overcome the world. And on that, but uh, in this world, that uh, the Bible says that, uh, that there's a lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and a pride of life. And, uh, and, and uh, the love of the Father is not in it. And so uh, this year is the commotion that's going on. And, uh, and uh, today people are uh, rioting because they, they want to get out. They want to go to work. They want and uh, go to a place of entertainment and, and uh, go out and eat and things like that. A lot of commotion going on. But it seems as though that a lot of us that are saved, we're not making too much of a commotion about getting back in church. And we need to, ha- we need to have that uh, in our life. Now, know that. Number three, there is this thing of connection. Alright? Now, number one was a condition, lostness. Okay? Commotion, 
the the uh, the physical life, the natural life, right? And now there's a connection. We walk according to the course of the prince and power of the air. That's the devil. And uh, and and so uh, people may not be aware of that uh, uh, in this life that that the unsaved. They are under the restraining power of Satan himself. And they are enslaved to sin. And, uh, and, and uh, they really don't have no freedom. And uh, <clears throat> it was the cross of Christ and, uh, that defeated the devil. And uh, when he went and bled... And had his body broken up. And he went to the grave. To rise again the third day. He defeated the devil. Just like he did with Egypt. And uh, when Israel. Came out of Egypt. In the the deliverance by Moses. God. He defeated. Pharaoh. Pharaoh. And all the army, he defeated Egypt, and then Israel walked out. And uh, so uh, uh, that's how God works in our life. Now, if you're not saved today, God has defeated your slave master, which is the devil. He had defeated him, and all all he's got today... Is that he's got uh, uh, two or three weapons, and they're lies, and uh, they're deceitful, and they're cunning, falsehood, and that's all he has. But that's all he needs to use, because most people are not aware of. Now, John 10, Jesus talks about the devil, and he says that he comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And so we know now that uh, uh, Satan was defeated and, uh, and even though he doesn't have any power except what we allow, except what we give him and, uh, in our life. <clears throat> and he'll not make you he cannot make you sin he cannot uh, he cannot uh, uh uh come between you and God except you let him and so that's the connection and uh, the blood of Christ that's what broke the connection that's the chain and the shackles that uh, that uh, uh fell off of us when we believed, when we received Christ as Savior. Now, number one, it is the condition of lostness. The spirit of man is dead. But there's a lot of commotion. He is physically alive. Man is physically alive. And the thing is that you cannot do anything to earn salvation. Now, people are trying to do that. Now, you can do a lot of good 
It'll benefit some people. You may go and uh, take uh, somebody to the store and buy them groceries. You may go and uh, chop the wood for them. You may go and buy gasoline for them. You do a lot of good, and you'll benefit others, but it will not benefit you as far as salvation is concerned. And uh, simply because that uh, in this life, we have to have somebody to deliver us, somebody that is not dead in trespassing and sin. And that's why Jesus came into this world by way of a virgin birth. And, uh, and he came, and uh, uh, the Bible says he has the words of life. And, uh, and uh, he brings us life. And uh, he is a living Savior. We have a living book called the Bible. <clears throat> and so now that uh, when Christ comes in, we have a new creature and uh, by being born again. All right? Now, we have this thing here, the condition, and we have the commotion. And we have the connection, all right? Now, here's what happens without Christ, without the gospel. And uh, there is corruption, all right? Now, it also says that, uh, that, that we become the children of disobedient. We become the children of wrath, all right? <clears throat> Not every person in this world is a child of God. And so, uh, those that are disobedient, they are not the child of God. Those that are disobedient, hey, they, they are a uh, child of the devil. It's true. Yeah, there are Christians that, that, uh, that uh, will go astray. There are Christians that are not obedient. Okay, And uh, some people have the idea that, you know, uh, I don't have to go to church to to be a Christian. No, you don't. Eh? But to be a successful Christian, a uh, uh, somebody that's effective, you need to be in church. You need to be taught. And you need to learn okay, about Christ. You need to learn about what God is. And, uh, <clears throat> and what God has done is that uh, in his faithfulness, in his might, in his mercy and grace, and in his righteousness, hey, he has blessed us. You remember a couple of weeks ago, he said he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. All right? Now, there's a, a verse in the book of Deuteronomy and uh, about uh, about the blessing, okay, that we have, who it's from, all right, and uh, and how long. Now here's how it reads in the book of Deuteronomy, all right, and uh, and uh, it's going to read like this: Know therefore that the Lord thy God, He is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love Him and keep His commandments. To a thousand generations. Now, to a thousand generations. Uh, 
he keepeth the covenant. That means what he promises, he will and can do. And what he says, he will not alter nor change. He will not go back on his word. And uh, he will not uh, back out on what he has said toward us. And uh, this blessedness, God has blessed us. And uh, so now we have the condition, we have the commotion, we have the connection, and, uh, and the corruption. Children are disobedient. All right? And so now <clears throat> we're going to look at here okay, of the conclusion. And uh, the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, going back there, it tells us here, But God, who is rich in mercy, and, you know, uh, this is who he is, the faithful God. He's a mighty God. And uh, he is mightier, has more strength than this world. And uh, the devil is more powerful than the coronavirus. And so I want you to take heart that, uh, that uh, God is in control of this. And uh, he doesn't always do, but he will always uh, allow things to happen. And so in the book of Ephesians, Here's how it reads, where it says here, But God, who is rich in mercy. Huh? And uh, let's read this and conclude and, uh, and see if you have a spiritual birthday or not. All right, here's how it reads. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. And uh, God hath loved us. His great love. Alright? And uh, quickened us. And brought us out from death and darkness. And uh, he could have just left us alone. And we wouldn't be aware of. If he left us alone... And did not sin Christ. We wouldn't be aware of that. But because we're a living soul. Our soul will never die. But our. Uh, physical life. Will die. And. Uh, and and uh, not being aware of. He could, God could just let us go. He could just went ahead. And just let us live our life. And and in in this life, we could have just went ahead and lived our life and died and went to hell. And, uh, you know, living according to the, to the course of this world, according to the uh, prince and power of the air, and being a children of disobedient, and, and being a children of wrath, he could have just went ahead and let us go. But... Great love, he loved us. And in this love, he sent Christ to the cross. 
<clears throat> and <clears throat> Jesus was willing to go and had a compassion to go to the cross and uh, shed his blood and uh, was buried and he rose again <clears throat> and uh, he sits in the heavenly places. Now, if you are born again, if you believe in this, if you receive Christ as your Savior, repent of your sins. That means you turn away from everything that you thought, everything that you believed would get you to heaven and just receive Christ and say, Lord, I want you to be my Savior. I want you to save me. I want you to wash me in your blood. Receive me in your mercy. Empower me through your grace. And Lord Jesus, I want to be a child of God. <clears throat> and I pray that you will help me. And uh, cause me to sit in the heavenly places. And let me be in your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me be in there receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, being blessed with all the spiritual blessings, and having an eternal life. And, uh, and I pray today <clears throat> that even though you may not know the place or the time, I want you to at least be aware of that you do have a spiritual birth, just like your physical birth, and uh, rejoice in that. And uh, when you rejoice in that, you will understand how blessed you are. You know, Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man, you know, that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, and nor uh, stand in, uh, in the way of sinners, see, see the scornful, uh, blessedness, <clears throat> and all that. But being blessed means God speaks well of you. When, when it says that uh, we are blessed, God speaks well of us. And uh, it's kind of like a eulogy when somebody has passed away. And, and at the burying, they have a eulogy, and they speak well of them. That's what blessed is. And today, I want to pray that you will receive a spiritual birth. Let it be August or September or whenever this comes into your mind. It could even be in the month of May 13th. It could be June sometime or July. But I want you to receive a new birth through the Lord Jesus Christ. Father in heaven, I pray you will bless those that have not had a spiritual birthday. And Lord, I pray God that you will bless those Today they are in need and uh, of forgiveness of sins and that need help 
and that need uh, relief and needs to be picked up, picked up. And uh, it seems as though that uh, the world, through deception, has uh, caused us to be defeated. And uh, Satan, in his cunningness, and I pray God today that you will give us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And bless the Lord, uh, uh, the people that hear this message. And Lord, I pray you'll help us and, uh, and let us turn from our wickedness and let us seek after God and let, let our land be healed. And Father, I pray you help us return to the God of our covenant. And Lord, in this I pray, and, uh, and uh, I pray and hope that maybe this Sunday we'll get to meet in the church houses. If not, we'll wait another week. And uh, during that time, we'll pray for the blessed hope, for the soon coming of Jesus Christ, and uh, to take us out of here, away from here, and, uh, and to the land of a glorious living, a land that cannot be described with our language and uh, cannot be seen with a physical eye. But by faith, we see it afar. Thank you. Lord bless you. And, uh, and uh, keep praying. Keep seeking after God. And uh, you will find him. Lord bless you. Have a nice day. Amen.